This week's episode of Greetings from Storybrooke is brought to you by Bill recording the audio at a lower bitrate than normal. Thankfully, we have good mics, so it's still very listenable, but it might not be as quite as high a quality as usual. Sorry about that, and we'll get it right next week. When it's done, will they all be dead? Worse. They'll be slaves to this new land we're making. With no idea who they once were, death is final, Felix. Their suffering will be eternal. from Storybrooke. I'm Bill Meeks. And I'm Anne-Marie DeSimone. And this is The One Thing You Need More Than Anything Else, a podcast about ABC's hit series, <laughs> Once Upon a Time. How are you doing, Anne-Marie? I'm good. How are you? Did you see the typo in my little intro? I, I saw that a while ago, and I left it, because I wasn't quite sure where you were going. <laughs> I was at Starbucks when I was typing it, I guess. Uh, we are both very caffeinated. Yes. And, uh, well, there'll we'll be more of that it. coming in a minute. But uh, yeah, we definitely apologize. It's Saturday already. We, we're, we're almost a week late. Yeah, we were planning on releasing this episode about uh, the Tuesday. finale uh, going home on Tuesday. And uh, what happened, uh, interestingly oh, enough? then somebody's mouth exploded. Yeah, yeah. So Monday morning, I was, uh, I was having a bit of a tooth pain, whatnot. And uh, I had a little bit of swelling going on. And I went and... I, like I, 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 I've had a bad tooth for the past couple of years, and it's been on and off, and I've just been putting it off and putting it off, and uh, so I was having some pain in it, and I, I get pain in it every once in a while, so I didn't really think anything of it. I think I've actually, we've actually uh, delayed the podcast before yes, because I had a bad toothache, uh, same tooth. But I, I recorded a video for uh, my my friend Brian and Justin's show NSFW. They were doing a crowdsourced music video thing, and towards the end of filming because i was jumping around being funny being ridiculous stuff. like he shouldn't have been yeah, wearing a beatles wig i like uh, the beatles wig but you know by the towards the end i was feeling kind of eh. and then uh by the end of their show that night around like 11 or 10 that or 11 or 12 that night i was having a lot of pain and the swelling was a little worse a and, little worse well it, it was still a little worse mm. then but then i woke up tuesday morning and my <laughs> i had a probably a what, like a golf size, ball size? Well, morning. Grapefruit. <laughs> by by Tuesday afternoon, it was grapefruit size. So uh, I had to call off work and uh, get, make an emergency appointment for the dentist. And because it was so swollen, they couldn't do anything to fix the tooth and fix the problem. So they sent me home, antibiotics. We delayed the episode. Hope to. Well, actually, initially, we were hoping to record Thursday. Because I thought I was going to get it taken care of that day and I'd have some time to recover. And then it got delayed until Thursday and I looked like a monster for days. I was the elephant man, basically. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, if you go to my Twitter, uh, twitter.com slash Bill Meeks, there's some pictures and some vines and stuff I did. Yeah, he really enjoyed uh, one side, normal Bill Meeks, monster Bill Meeks. Normal Bill Meeks. Yeah. Monster Bill Meeks. Well, it, it was like fun with it. one side of my face looked like I, I still weighed as much as I did when I was 13 or 14 because I was a lot heavier than the other side was normal. But we got it all taken care of on Thursday. I've had a couple days to recover. It's still a little weird to talk. So, it, you know, Amory is going to help out with the letters at the end and stuff. And you all were very long-winded. This yeah, well, we asked for it, too. And we asked for it multiple times because we kept having to delay, right? I know. Let's, but, how about we stop delaying? Okay, okay. But I just 
wanted to apologize and uh, thank you for all the well wishes yes. and everything. That was so, it was so great to see, especially when I was sitting here feeling like crap, <laughs> to see all these people being like, I hope you feel better. We miss you, you know, all that stuff. <laughs> Where is the episode? <laughs> really touched my heart. I, there, there, there's a handful of people who I get that kind of stuff from on a day to day basis. It was great to get it from all of you. So thank you. Uh, you know, in the interim, though, we did release, uh, or I uh, release post. We, we didn't re- release, uh, but. The website Lytherus, I think is how it's called. It's uh, L-Y-T-H-E-R-U-S. It's Lytherus.com. We'll have a link in the show notes, too, up at greetingsfromstorybrook.com. But we didn't. they asked us to do an interview, an audio interview. so weird. I know. I know. But uh, we, we, we went and we sat, what was it, last week sometime. Uh, we sat down here and did an hour interview uh, with, I believe, Aaron. Emma? Oh, Her name was Emma. Uh, That's why at first I sorry. thought, I'm I on thought pain the medication. first email was fake because it came from an Emma. <laughs> and then I kept reading. I'm like, mm-hmm. this can't be real. Someone wants to interview us. Yeah, but, I, it's but she a, did. It's a it big, awesome. big uh, interview with us about the podcast, about once better background in theater. Yep. I, everything. If you like us, if you like the show, it's worth checking out. And like I said, the link will be in the show notes. Uh, it's at lightthrust.com. And uh, Amory, why don't you go ahead and talk about our, our last bit of business before we get into talking about the episode? Not really business. Well, it's it, the, the, pre- the preamble to the discussion. There we go. The preamble to the discussion. So our good buddy Hope. Mm-hmm. who um, you may have heard on our Wonderland podcast a couple weeks ago. Yeah, she was on a couple weeks ago. She sent us an awesome, I can't say Christmas present, because a certain someone doesn't celebrate Christmas. But <laughs> well, it was for the podcast. So. It was, it was the a, podcast a seasonal is, gift. A yeah, seasonal gift. Well, the podcast is an entity outside of me. So we're allowed to it's, celebrate Christmas on the podcast? Uh, you are. <laughs> I'll refrain. <laughs> okay. But she sent us a selection of teas from, I can't pronounce Adiago? it. Adiago? Adiago? Adiago Ad- teas, yeah. Adagio? Again, sorry. I'm pretty sure it's Adiago. Okay, but. well, anyway, she sent us four different teas. We got Emma, mm-hmm. Captain Hook, mm-hmm. and Neil, and mm-hmm. Gerhardt, which is just her favorite. <laughs> yeah, that's so. her fave. So she sent us that. So, you know, referencing, of course, the, of course, the, trilogy. the shipping battle. The shipping battle. <laughs> that has been going on. The, uh... Tea triangle, as I called it. Yeah, and we'll have a link up uh, to where she got the t- or the Adiago site where they have all the Once Upon a Time teas. Uh, they have stuff: Ariel, Aurora, Belle, there, Cora, there's a ton. There's Henry. suggested ships. There's tea. Sh- there's literally <laughs> mm-hmm. tea shipping on there. Yeah, I it, and they're really a lot of fun. Okay, so are we gonna try Emma? Yeah, I guess we've we been waiting. Start like with Emma. the office smells phenomenal mm. right now with yeah. all these teas. Now, Unfortunately, I hope I'm not going to be able to try the Gerhardt because uh, I'm allergic, allergic to, to cloves. To I, however, enjoyed it. <laughs> I could have actually used a little more pumpkin. Mm. But anyway, okay, so Emma contains gunpowder, rooibos ro- jasmine, grapefruit oolong, and an accent of cinnamon. Excellent. Let's try it. Cheers. Cheers. Oh. I like it. That's beautiful. It's weird because it's kind of, you think it's it going to be... It tastes better than it, like it tastes different than it mm-hmm. smells like completely. Well, you think it's going to be a spicy tea at first when you first taste it and then it gets kind of sweet. It's, which is very mellow. Emma. It's very me- Yeah. Yes. Ooh. I'm, Love I need, it. I need more. Mm-hmm. <sighs> That's perfect. That's good stuff. Sorry for slurping in your ear there. He did it on purpose. <laughs> Probably. Right. Yeah, but, but uh, we... We're going to, what we're going to do... Is we're mm-hmm. going to drink Emma 
Sounds awkward and dirty. Until we get about halfway done. <laughs> Until we get about halfway through. <laughs> then we're going to switch to our gentleman callers of choice. And then at the end, we'll combine We're going them. to combine them and taste them and yeah. see which tastes better. See what see which shipping tea is better. And we'll do that somewhere in the middle of the discussion because we're fast drinkers around here. We really... <laughs> yeah, we've been waiting for this tea, so it's but, uh, cooled down a bit. Uh, thank you very much, Hope, thank for sending you, Hope. those in. And also, I'll just mention briefly, okay. uh, you sent her a gift of back. Of course I sent her a thank you gift. And it was a tea strainer, right? <laughs> yeah. A little was, rocket ship. It was a lime green tea strainer <laughs> rocket ship that... I, Seemed very mm-hmm. hope like, playful but, and fun. But she put up a really fun uh, post on her uh, Tumblr, I <laughs> her believe, Tumblr. Uh, a photo journey or journal of her using it for the first time. And we'll put a link up to that in yeah. the show notes at greetingsfromstorybrook.com, too. But I guess, you know, we'll go ahead and get – this is going to be a long episode, folks. Settle in. <laughs> Buckle in. Grab your <laughs> own drink of choice. Magic long. juice, tea, whatever. Yeah, we may need to pause after the tea for some magic juice. <laughs> <laughs> But okay. uh, yeah, uh, go ahead and uh, start us off with the episode summary. <clears throat> a new curse is coming thanks to Felix's heart. The heroes take action. Everyone plays a part. The Neverland crew with charming in tow find the dark fairy's wand where Blue had it stowed. She's alive, by the way, and poor Rumple isn't. But in his last bow, he's a master tactician. The curse can be broken, but it comes with a cost. The love of Regina's life, Henry, is lost. But he'll be okay in New York with Mom Emma... That is until a knock from a dashing young fella. <laughs> the rest return to the forest, never more to roam in this week's new episode, Going Home. Uh, before I ask you what you thought of it, I, I just want to mention it seems like uh, the curse always has to involve a Henry. That, that's pretty much the rule now, right? <laughs> Because her father's name was Henry. Well, the reason he's named Henry is because of her father. Yeah, I, I, I just thought it was funny. I mean, if it and was... also also this cur- this curse is the slowest moving curse imaginable. They have like twelve hours from the wishing. Seriously, it takes five minutes to walk from the wishing well to downtown, and it took like twelve hours for the curse to roll through. For real. But uh, what did you think of the episode overall? It was phenomenal. I know. It was okay. I had to work last Sunday. For mm-hmm. those of you who saw me whining on Twitter. Um, and yes, I was reading spoilers anyway. It was the only thing getting me through that shift. Mm-hmm. And ah, it was, like I was up at like one or two in the morning watching it going, I know I have to get up in a few hours, but I just mm-hmm. have to. And then there was rapid fire tweets, I think, on my personal <laughs> account. I was like, so thank you for those of you who followed that journey for me. It was the West Coasters. They were so... Yeah, but uh, yeah, really great episode, and I mean, yeah, very emotional too. I mean, you were even we we watched it together I cried today, again, and yeah. you, you were crying again, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I wasn't crying just because I don't actually have a heart. No, he uh, doesn't. But really, He's like good. the Navy stores it somewhere else <laughs> for safety. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I thought it was a really really good episode too. I uh, first off, we should probably discuss uh, is I think if is Rumple dead? dead? Should we take a moment? Yeah, uh, let's take a moment and remember Rumple. Ha ha, ha ha, ha ha, ha ha, dearie. Magic comes with a price. Okay. <laughs> okay, that was a, that was our moment of non-silence for Rumple. Horrible. But is he really dead? I uh, we'll we'll talk about that in a minute. But first of all, I thought it was very noble the way he handled it because he had the option to cut off his hand. We've seen him regrow I limbs expected, with magic before. I expected the arm to get cut off. I really yeah. did. But, uh, you know, and I was uh, 
during the first watch through, I was like, well, why didn't he just do it? Right. And, yeah. and then the second watch through, I, w- I was thinking about it and it was like, y- you kind of see a moment there when he's holding the sword about mm. to cut off his hand, cut the cu- cuff off and everything where I, I think he realized that if he didn't choose to sacrifice himself, he was going to come into, he it was going to be end. thrown into these situations again and again and again forever where he had to choose between saving himself and saving his family. And I think it, he, the character kind of came to a point where this was the moment. If he didn't choose his mm-hmm. his loved ones, his family, over himself at this point and make that noble sacrifice, then he was never going to. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he didn't want uh, Belle and Bay to uh, <laughs> pay the cost. So sad. Oh, yeah. It was, it was, it was heartbreaking. So, oh, Belle... Bell was heartbreaking. Yeah, and I uh, Robert Carlyle gave probably the best performance of the show yeah. in, in that last scene when he comes out of the shop and you know confronts Pan and everything. Yeah, it, he was just so strong. It was chilling. He was mean, and mm-hmm. you know when they were falling to the ground and he gave his father a kiss. You know, even oh. after all that, even after that big speech that Pan gave, where he it was so smarmy, he called he, he called him a larva. Yeah, you know, when I, will I be through with you? Even after all that, Rumpel still loved him, Mm -hmm. you know, and and that was the most tragic thing about it. Yeah. Now, one thought I did have about it is, you know, we we know that if uh, the Dark One is killed with his dagger, then... That person becomes the Dark One. That person becomes the Dark One. You know, he used the dagger to kill Pan. I'm assuming, I, I was thinking this over a bit more, I'm assuming it's because... Killing Pan would kill him, so the only way to kill Pan is to use something that would kill him, maybe. But I was always conv- I, I I've still been a little confused as to why he has to die if Pan dies. I it might be in that fr- that ep- that flashback episode where he becomes young Pan. Uh, uh, it might have been part of the deal with the shadow. I, I can't remember exactly. Was. I'm all doped up. <laughs> Sorry, folks. Wow. <laughs> well, pain medication. Pain medication. Not still. Not anything worse than that. Um, but you know, it, so I was thinking about it, and uh, I was thinking, how could Rumple survive this? And maybe by using the dagger to kill Pan, thereby killing himself, mm-hmm. he's broken that dark one loop where. Whoever kills the Dark One becomes the Dark One, and it seems like it's always been that way. Maybe since he wasn't killed directly with the dagger, he closes the loop, the dagger disappears, his, the Dark One powers disappears, and wherever they went to is where he is, and he's wandering around without powers just trying to figure oh, things out. Both of them wandering without power. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, well, his I, dad's pretty much dead. Yeah, I'm assuming Pan's dead at this point, although I do have a couple thoughts on that we'll get into okay. in a few. Uh but, yeah, so, it, you know, Robert Carlyle is so essential to this show. I can't see them killing him off permanently. I think this was his hero moment. This was his redemption. It was so definitely redemption. I, I think next time we see him, he's not going to be the dark one. Mm-mm. You know, well, he really, in all reality, hasn't been the dark one all season. Yeah, He's I had mean, aspects because they were just there. Mm-hmm. But I... He's been fighting that side, definitely. Uh, yeah. I, I was kind of interested in the two phases of death. That it seemed it was when he stabbed Pan the first time mm-hmm. and he turned, like, the spell or whatever from the shadow was over. Yeah. And then he didn't die until he twisted the knife. Yeah, well, that's uh, actually, like, in uh, old-time fencing and stuff. I used to watch a lot of, uh, Zor- read a lot of Zorro books and stuff like that, mm-hmm. so a lot of this stuff came in. Like, if you stick, a, a, well, at least in fiction, a lot of times, if you stick a blade through someone's heart... 
it'll still probably beat. Yeah. At least for a minute or two. So the person will still be alive. If you twist it, the heart explodes in the chest, oh. instantly killing them. So that that that's what the twist was about. The stab and then twist. Yeah, I thought it was just really just, just, just twist. I don't think it was to make his heart explode. <laughs> May have. Well, well, I'm saying I'm saying that's what happens inside the body when you stick a blade in and yeah. twist the heart. Uh, but it, but it definitely mm-hmm. like as much as I kind of see... that's where the phrase twist the knife comes from. You know when someone. Oh no, yeah. I understand. <laughs> Sorry, I'm but, distracted. Your hair is sticking straight up right now. Awesome. Yeah, it was the yeah. back part. Now it's all standing straight up. <laughs> okay, oh, but go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> Had a moment. <laughs> um, and I didn't think about this until now that they, at least Rumpel probably is alive because they just sort of dissolved into smoke. Yeah. There yeah. was no body. It, it wasn't no body, clear no death. death. But I mean, with the nature of those two characters, that could be what death looks like for them too. Who knows? But I don't think we've seen the last of Rumpel. We may have seen the last of Pan. I don't Which think we've seen. Which makes me so sad because Robbie K is amazing. Mm-hmm. Oh uh, yeah, I lo- I love love Pan. I'm hoping he made it through. Yeah. Because uh, him him as a threat in the background would be really actually him powerless would be excellent because yeah. if 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 he was wandering around powerless then he would have to give in to the more powerful characters which would make him very very angry. Very I'm angry. sure. Yeah. Okay. So who wrote this flipping book? I don't know. Because, okay, she even says it magically appeared in her closet. Mm-hmm. Or like magic. Like magic. No, no, she said magically. Did she? Yeah. Because, you know, she cleans her closet every day because they're all in a loop. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that somebody in Storybrook retained their memories. Like somebody Regina just missed mm-hmm. at giving memories to. Yeah. That caught on really quick. Mm-hmm. And they just, you know, they followed the flow. But, you know, when they went home at night, they're like throwing everything out yeah because it had everything about everybody Mm -hmm. so this had to be somebody who is a fairly silent observer i think it's a smaller character that we don't know very well if at all yeah because how else are they going to know who to put it who to give it to to make sure it's going to get to henry Mm -hmm. why didn't they just give it to henry yeah, I it, think somebody retained memories. And the only characters we've seen that have done that so far are Regina and the Hatter, right? Yeah. And Why did the Hatter retain his again? Because he was crazy, I think, wasn't oh, it? Or no, maybe it was because... No, it wasn't because he was from another land. Uh, I think it was because he was a little off his rocker. Oh, okay. Um, I, I'm we, sure we've got some others <laughs> off the rocker and some fairy tales, man. Yeah, but I the one thing I thought, the parallels between the Blue Fairy's speech and mm-hmm. Snow's speech when I she have. gives the... Oh, go ahead. Go no, ahead. I have some of that later. But uh, <laughs> ba- oh, well, we'll discuss it later then. But uh, basically, my theory is that whoever wrote it, and mm-hmm. we'll talk about more about that in a bit. But I, I think it probably ended up in gold. It was written in the old land, mm-hmm. and then it ended up in gold shop. And that instinctual part of gold that we were talking about a week or two ago. Oh, I, you know, Put it, it in, Mary in the Welcome to Storybrook. Yeah. Uh, you know where he, where gold knew by instinct uh, that certain what, things what needed to needed to be done, and maybe gold found it in his shop and slipped it over to Mary Margaret. Do you think he made the book? It's possible. It's. I mean, if anyone would know the complete history of the Enchanted Forest, it would be someone who's been around for. Two hundred or so years. Yeah, two hundred or so years, which I think that might be the first time we've got an exact number on his right. age. When Pan's like, "You've been around what two hundred years?" So okay, so the book, kind of, and I this way I could see it being Rumple made it mm-hmm. for all of you Potterheads out there. <laughs> sort of like 
the memory thing. Oh, I can't even remember what it's called now. I should have looked this up. Where they can take the memories out of somebody's head and they can put it in the little bowl. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's like that. Mm-hmm. And I know I'm going to get 17 emails about what that's called. And, <laughs> but I think it's like that. Mm-hmm. I, and if it was Rumple, I could see it being created like that. Mm-hmm. Where he would just pull something, touch the paper, and that chapter is written and illustrated. I could definitely see that. And I mean, he, he always could have built it into the curse, too. Yeah. It built having the book there into the curse. And uh, when it would appear. Mm-hmm. Which would actually, that would make sense, too. Yeah, because we, we know he had a lot of influence as, as I mean, not complete control like Regina had, but... He, he, well, that's because she cast it. He snuck some back doors in there. For of course. Her. Of course. But, uh, yeah, one thing about this episode that really struck me is that it felt like a series finale. Yeah, I thought we were never coming it back. It felt like the last episode. <laughs> if if I didn't know that we had another half season left, if this was, like, the, the season finale, I would be like, oh, are we coming back Apparently next year? Apparently it's canceled. <laughs> it, it, it's so weird. It almost makes me wonder if, I don't know, they had this okay. episode, like, the beats written out or something for it in case in case it got canceled or something i i don't know but it just, i i'll go ahead and run through these real quick and then we can address any that we want to okay. here's a list of the plot lines that were resolved mostly in the last 5 minutes of the episode yeah really the charming family dealt with abandoning emma tink got her wings regina versus emmy emma for for Henry's lovers resolved, and uh, also, it, well, we'll talk about this in a second. Rumpel's whole dang story arc <laughs> was resolved, basically. Yeah, really. Uh, the curse is finally fully lifted. Uh, they return to the Enchanted Forest. Emma and Henry are together and happy. Normal. And, and nor- you know, like a normal family. Uh, Henry learns to love Regina and appreciate at least some of what she's done. And Regina admits her resta- mistakes and makes a selfless sacrifice to get her uh, redemption. So yeah. that's basically every outstanding Everything. conflict we had. Everything. Yeah. It really, mm-hmm. like, because that's what he texted me while I was working. He's like, it could have been a series finale. I was yeah. like, what? No way. <laughs> and then I watched it and I like mm-hmm. was like, yes, yes, yes. It, it pretty much could have been. Little did I know. If I didn't know there was 11 more episodes this season. Yeah, it, which is really uh, interesting for the next half season because they're going to have to have a completely different... I don't know, thematic push to the show. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's going to be almost a completely different show just with the same characters, which is really interesting. Well, not really from the preview. Well, no, from the very end, it's like Emma has to save them again. Yeah, yeah. And we have to mm -hmm. teach her about it again. Yeah, like I'm assuming that's probably going to be like one or two episodes in the in the first part of the season where Hook's trying to convince Emma and Hem- Henry that fairy tales are real and everything. I don't think that's going to be stretched out over the course of the entire half no. season. Oh, it can't be. You know, I, I, I'm going to assume either he finds some sort of magical way to get them to get their memories back mm-hmm. or he just does the right thing at the right time or he makes her fall in love with them and the true love's kiss thing works. We'll see. So, um, but, you had something uh, what, else here? Oh, just one thing I wanted to mention in the, in that uh, that scene uh, when Regina's telling Emma, you know, what the cost of the curse is going to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, she uh, she says, or Mary Margaret, uh, you know, trying to convince her this is the right decision. She says, you've touched the lives of everyone here. And it just does a quick single shot of Neil and Hook and then back to Emma. <laughs> and I just thought that was funny. It was like, oh, this was edited for the shippers. This was edited, yeah. For sure, for sure. Yeah. Um, so we've talked about this a little bit before. Mm-hmm. This was very Zen Charming. And yes, it wasn't it was. just Zen Charming. It was Zen Charming's. 
Yeah. Because Snow had her Zen moments with hope, 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 mm-hmm. hope. Like, seriously. The but, wisdom of the Zen charming It is really spreading. was the wisdom of the Zen charming. It's spreading as much as... Uh, it, uh, Jennifer Goodwin's belly with oh, baby. You oh. could definitely tell in this episode that. No offense to her, she. No, you can't do anything she, when you're. Pregnant. She's in really good shape for being pregnant. I don't know how far along she is, well, but, but uh, you could definitely tell that uh, some pregnant. of the costuming it was all cloaks. And well, big, she, I mean, she does dresses. wear a lot of cloaks and stuff anyway. But they were a bit baggier this time. For sure. Yeah. You could tell they were trying to hide it a little bit. Oh, I guarantee it. Because this had to one, be right around when she started showing. Yeah. But with, with the one year later thing they did at the end, now they can have her fully pregnant and be like, oh, uh, she, she's pregnant. she got knocked up in the one year or whatever. <laughs> so. Right after they went back. Um, <laughs> Celebratory. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to hold on to that one. Um, so like just because I enjoy writing down quotes. It's, the, it's time for you to find hope, which was basically Snow's parting words to Emma. Mm-hmm. The curse is just a turn. I believe that was charming to Emma as well. Mm-hmm. And then our lives will get better if we just hold on to hope. Mm-hmm. Well, Mary Margaret lots to Henry. Hope. There was lots of hope. Uh, yes, there was speaking to you, Hope. I saw your tweet. Speaking of hope... Uh, is it time to try the boys? Yeah, I guess it's time to try the boys. Hold on, I'm going to reach over and grab mine. Oh, yeah, me too. Hold, please. All right, I have the Neil here. No, you don't. You or, have no, Hook. Have, <laughs> have you, have you switched have I told you guys I'm on pain medication tonight. <laughs> okay. Happens. Sorry. There was headphone switching. Yeah. Okay, oh. so... Uh, Hold on. Oh, she had her headphones <laughs> on backwards. backwards. Settle in, oh, guys. Sure. It's going to be a long night. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'll let you go first. Captain Hook is made from Earl Grey Moonlight white tropics chamomile and a little ginger i love it Do i you? love it this is like i've had i've had Emma? like uh, i used to know this girl named camila from italy and anytime Didn't she, you sell your firstborn to her i did okay make sure it's the same one. Uh, but uh anytime she would come back uh she would have to go through uh the airport in london i think and she would always get like really authentic english tea and that's exactly what this tastes like okay so. well i'm going to try neil here which is made of lemongrass mango mate and mango mm-hmm. give it a little stir <laughs> oh good that is really nice <laughs> that's good for and I please don't take offenses. Those who aren't big on teas, because mm-hmm. it's oh, it's fruity. It's got mango. Can I try hook? Yeah, uh, let me try Neil. Anyway, hold please. Let's see here. Okay. Never let it be said I don't like Neil. <laughs> oh yeah, that is really oh, fruity. But it's good. Like Neil? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> that was you bad. Can't I can't see this, but I'm giving him very dirty look. As she should be. That was a very very bad. That joke. was mean. Okay, switch back. Hey, hey, that's my tea. I just wanted one more ship. Uh, one more ship? One more ship. <laughs> <laughs> We're special. That's why you love us. Okay, uh, I'm, uh, should we go ahead and merge? Well, and let's ha- drink have... a little bit more. Of... Okay, and we'll do it in a couple more points Yeah, let's here. do it after the points. Okay. So, yeah, Zen Charmings. Woohoo. Zen I Charming. enjoy the Zen Charmings. I think it kind of gives them a little, or charming proper, mm-hmm. a little something. Yeah. Let's just be honest. Yeah, it, it because uh, especially Charming has always been kind of like, especially the first couple seasons and the flashbacks and everything. He he was he was the uh, kind of jockey dumb guy who always got really lucky when fighting people. You yeah. Know what I mean? Yeah. But it, now he's seeming to be Zen Charming. 
Yeah. Uh, you know, he, 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 he's discovered yoga. He's the patriarch of the family now. He's he, <laughs> like, like they're, they're writing him more as the patriarch versus just the lucky this, buffoon. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the lucky sheep herder. Yeah. Uh, but one thing, you know, we talked a little bit earlier about a theory I had about how eh, maybe Pan might show back up. One thing I thought was really interesting when they did the body swap back. Mm-hmm. Uh, Henry comes out of the library, the clock tower. What do we know about that building? One, uh, you know, the clock tower is very iconic for Storybrooke, right? True. Uh, so for one, it's an impor- well, probably next to Gold Shop, the most important building in Storybrooke. True. And we also know that there's a big magical cave beneath it where Maleficent was held. Oh. So there might be some other stuff down there, too. I'm thinking... Why was Han, which is what I'm calling uh, Pan and Henry's body, since Panry is Henry and Pan's body. Oh, gotcha. Plus the Star Wars reference. Uh, But what was he doing in there? I I think he might have been coming up with a backup plan, personally. What do you think? I like it. Yeah. This is the first he shared this with me, and I really, really like it. Yeah, because before that scene, the last place we see him is the well. I don't think he would feel the need to go. Mm -hmm. How the heck did he know about the well? Uh, The book. The book. Remember, the book. He, he spent a lot of time he, studying that oh, book. Oh, he learned that book. He learned that book inside and out. And he had that, you know, magically youthful mind, so he absorbed all of it, too, and didn't forget us like us old folks. Man, we can't retain that. <laughs> okay, that answers that question, because that was the very first thing I wrote mm-hmm. in my notes. I'm like, how does he know about the well? Neverland. <laughs> yeah, but I, I just thought it was interesting. And, interesting. you know, why would he be hiding out in that building in particular, wait, waiting for the curse? Because it was probably the safest down in that dungeon-y thing. Oh, why would he? No, because... I mean, why would he be hanging out in any, anywhere that someone might look for him? I, if I was him, I would just go run into the woods but stay within the town limits and, you know, wait mm. it out. Or go down to the mines. You know, mm. there's a lot of other Well, there are definitely story, are things. Go out, out to the cow farm that, uh... The cow farm? Yeah, that, uh, what's her name? Regina fought her, the stable boy in when he came back to life. Oh. You know. Or, no, that was a horse. There were horses. There was animals. Yeah. Really on the matter. <laughs> um... Another thing, like we do know there's stuff down there because Snow's coffin is down there. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, from the episode where they had the, the fallen yeah. or the cave-in. Yeah. And Henry was stuck down there, right? Something like that. Because he was looking for proof. Of course. Yeah. He found proof. <laughs> so, yeah. That seems so long ago. You know, that it first really season. Was. Yeah. We need a to couple marathon. Years. <laughs> but, uh, Maybe yeah. when I'm done with Gilmore Girls. Just, it just thought it was interesting. Thought it was worth throwing out there. Okay, okay. So, the goodbyes. Mm-hmm. Or, as I said, once upon a time, the land of the longest goodbye. <laughs> For the love. There's a giant cloud of green curse. No, but it's okay because it moves one inch every hour. <laughs> so, it it the, moves at the speed of the goodbye. It's the densest smoke known to man <laughs> or beast. And we had man and beast. Um, Gus Gus. Aww. Rip Gus Gus. Pouring one out for Gus Gus. <laughs> um, so the goodbyes of the love triangle. Neil, mm-hmm. this isn't over. Hug, <laughs> not a day will go by. I won't think of you. And she had an appropriate response, mm-hmm. really, to both of them. Yeah. They're just going to hang on to this as long as humanly Speaking possible. Speaking of that hook line, one of our listeners made a very interesting point about it, which we'll talk about in a little bit. But that's a tease. That's that's to make which you stay, stick a No, I don't want you to read it right now. I don't remember. We'll deal with it in the feedback <laughs> section. But I think now would be a good time. Oh, we're blending? Uh, to blend. Oh, okay. And let's get our, our ships of preference here. I have my Captain Swan Tea. Uh-huh. 
now. Oh, hold on, I gotta take the headphones off. And we will try each other's too, because really, we have to. Regardless of the outcome, we'll both be happy. So we have to try both. <laughs> we'll be a little less happy if ours doesn't make it, <laughs> of course. But. Okay, she's combining them now. Thanks for the play. Nothing play. exploded. <laughs> Mine is glowing though, so that must mean true love, right? Sorry, bump the mic. <laughs> Okay, giving it a stir, giving it a stir. Oh, yeah, actually, I should probably mix it up a little bit. Yeah. Soon. All right, swan fire forever. Okay. Cheers, sir. Cheers. That's actually not bad. Mine's not bad either. Switch. It's like it lost the, the sweet, um, for the first little kick of sweet that the swan had, but it, 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 it combines the best of both of the teas into. <coughs> Kind of a consistent, uh, stable. To do with the flavor, I took too big a gulp. But but a consistent, stable flavor. No lie, I like mine better. <coughs> you like yours better, don't you? Yeah, but I'm not a big fan of uh, fruity teas or anything either. So. And of course, I got greedy, mm-hmm. and now I'm like choking <laughs> on myself. But uh, yeah, uh, thanks again, Hope, for Thank sending you these. In. We'll continue drinking them uh, throughout I the seriously... episode. Yeah. Okay, let's see here. Okay, uh, the final scene, or the next to final scene in a gold shop between Pan and Rumple. Uh, when we mentioned it before that that speech that Pan gave uh, Rumple about, did you think, you know, did you think? When will I be free of you? Yeah, you've been sucking everything mm-hmm. out of me from the t- like uh-huh. when you were this little pink, like. Mm. There are some anger issues. Yeah, and it was like I, I mean, I've known people who have had kids who who kind of had that outlook on it which i know is really awful it's right horrendous but but like, like i could you could you could tell that you know robbie k was really motivating that from something that was obviously he hasn't had any sort of situation like that but mm-hmm. you could tell that he was motivating it was something that was right there on note emotionally because mm-hmm. you could just see it just... in his eyes and the transition from did you think we could once I saw my son, I would realize the error of my you know, yeah, and then it was like, no, you you were sucking you know yeah, <laughs> right. I was like, oh my gosh, and it was and that another thing was you know throughout the entire uh season so far i've I've really been a big fan of his performance, and he's been a really good bad guy, and I don't want to lose him, but he's been, he's been so good i I haven't really been able to bring myself to hate him. But this episode made me hate him. Oh. And, you know, when when he gets killed there at the end, uh, it, 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 it I felt, felt right. okay with it. Like, mm-hmm. that just because of that speech. Also, uh, we when meant... When he oh, kicked the crap out of gold. <laughs> I was like, okay, that would be so intimidating of a scene to film. I think mm-hmm. I, that was one of the first things I said. I was like, I would be so scared. As the, you know, 18-year-old actor kicking this very seasoned actor, Mm -hmm. and they both just had amazing, amazing reactions. Well, you know... Uh, Robbie's British, so he's a total pro when it comes to acting. <laughs> every every Everyone person served, in England yeah. is born uh, with the innate ability to act and stage combat. Most of them. Most of them, yeah. But anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, really, actually, it probably would have been worse if uh, Rumble would have had to been beating up on Robbie K. They it, there probably would have been a it had to have been a lot more, you know, on set, you know, all sorts of people watching, lawyers present, <laughs> all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Well, it was, and um, Robert Carlyle, just his face, like, 
he turned into a child. Mm-hmm. He mm-hmm. was a child getting scolded by his daddy. Yeah, yeah. It was just amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it, this half season, it just everyone across the board, especially those, t- or especially those two, have really raised the acting Bar. stakes yes. uh, for the series as a whole. So hopefully there will be no more whiny. Uh, I but I'm not savior. Well, you had a year <laughs> off. Get back to it. All right. You wanted a day off. You got a year. <laughs> She got what she wanted. She got what she wanted. Uh, and yeah, as we also mentioned, it seems that Rumpelstay, and this might have happened before too, but uh, this is uh, the first time I've picked up on it, I don't know, this week. Uh, it was a, it, it was confirmed. It rumples around 200 years old or so. Right. And uh, let's see. Also, I thought it was interesting that Rumpel made the classic villain mistake. He captured the, the, the villain, well, the, the, the hero. You, you know, if you think of Rumpel as the villain and Pan as the hero, ju- just go just with me this, there. Just for this. Yeah, just for this. Uh, but he captured the hero, uh, you know, and the hero was knocked out and kept him there, didn't kill him, waited until he woke up, told him the plan, <laughs> and then was surprised when the hero got one over on him and escaped. I can't believe he thought the cuff would work. Yeah. I can't believe, especially after he... Especially since he knew what the source yes! of it was. That I was, you know, that was stupid, stupid, stupid Rumpel. Mm-hmm. That was one of those moments. Like, yeah. And then he just looked so surprised. <laughs> I'm like, come on, man. <gasps> you know, I thought it was funny the scene where where he was retrieving the cuff though. When he retrieved it, Regina was like, "Don't forget, I've forgotten about all of that." Because you know that the whole time when yeah. uh, she was, you know, the pariah of the town <laughs> during that time in the show when right. Greg and Tamara were around. So mm-hmm. she she was like, "I remember how you treated me." I thought that was yeah. kind of fun. Um, okay, so one year later, mm-hmm. I think Emma retained a bit. Not a lot. It might have just been a sensory thing, sort mm-hmm. of like Gold had. Uh-huh. Purely because a man with a hook for a hand showed up knocking very violently on her door, mm-hmm. blabbering about her family needs her, and then kissed mm-hmm. her. And yeah, she kneed him in the groin and pushed him away. But you know what? She didn't even yell. She didn't go for the phone to call well, the cops. No, no. Well, it is New York City. I don't care. I, I mean, if you call the cops, you're going to be waiting four hours for them to come and arrest you for some reason. You know? <laughs> but the way it is there. Unless you're know. a tourist, in which case they'll take good care of you. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. If it was me, mm-hmm. I'd have screamed bloody murder. But I enjoyed the Neil connections that we had because mm-hmm. we had the same song that we met him. We were in New York City. Uh-huh. Um. Did this have the dream catcher or was that just in the preview? I can't remember. Because <laughs> now they're blending a little. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we obviously know that the Enchanted Forest people retain their memories. Yeah, yeah. And, and that was something that I saw as a point of confusion, especially right after the episode airs. They were like, aired. They people were confused. They thought the Enchanted Forest people lost their memories of Storybrooke or whatever. It was pretty clearly laid out that... They kept all their memories and, and Emma, Emma and Henry lost, lost them. them. So all of that character growth that everyone else had still happened. And I'm sure it probably happened with Emma and Henry, too. We just need to get them their memories back. Right. I have one thing that is confusing, though, and it's mm-hmm. just a silly technicality. But, you know, when they drive away from this town that doesn't exist anymore, that they can't remember, where are they going? They obviously don't have the apartment. Well, I, I would assume that Regina uh, probably implanted... A memory of what they were doing right before or whatever in there too. Right. But they still didn't actually own the apartment. And where did in he- New York. And where did Henry's school transcripts come from? 
know. <laughs> How did he just suddenly did, get enrolled and nobody Re- thought it was weird? Did Regina prepare a box of paperwork and put it in Emma's car before they left, maybe? I don't know. Yeah. I from a non existent elementary school. <laughs> Um, middle school at that point. Or, yeah, middle school. Or, well, no, because he's, he's aged he's like 12. A, a week. Um. <laughs> well, he's got to be 12 now because we're one year later. Mm-hmm. But uh, let's see. Oh, one thing, uh, just going back to what you were saying about it being NYC, the same song and everything. Mm-hmm. It would be really cool if a way that Hook convinces them that it's right, if he takes them to Neil's apartment that has all sorts of bits and baubles that kind of point towards the Enchanted Forest line around it and maybe something that connects directly the thing the dream catcher yeah maybe that's actually what he does well well, the dream catcher was from uh from tallahassee right but it was in his apartment yeah so what i'm saying he hook takes them there that's what i'm I'm agreeing with you i'm not fighting you yeah shows shows (laughs) them the dream catcher and then finds another piece of evidence that proves that fairy tales are real and since they're in neil's apartment maybe you know it it, it might help convince her which would be interesting. And uh, one last thing I'd like to point out before we move on to the next point, uh, mm-hmm. just concerning this. It's down in my next point. Oh, good. But it well, applies here better. The next point, I've yeah. seen a lot of people on the interwebs <sighs> saying that uh, since Hook kissed Emma and her memory didn't come back, that it wasn't true love's kiss but she's and not under it's a not curse. true love. She's not under a curse. All I'm saying uh-huh. is that Belle didn't have her memory when Rumpel tried the true love's kiss game too, and it didn't work then because she couldn't remember that she loved him. So that doesn't rule it out. Plus, it was a really quick kiss. That wasn't a true love's kiss. That was like a friendly kiss. Because Emma shut it down. She Violently. shut it down, as you would expect Emma to do if a stranger shows stranger up at your door. with a hook for her hand starts yeah. making out with her? Yeah. <laughs> so, all right, fine, whatever. But uh, just saying there's still hope, Captain Swans. Team Bill Meeks. <laughs> Hey, no. hey, I haven't dropped a Team Bill Meeks in weeks. It's on fire forever. <laughs> okay, we finally got at least a little uh, Neverland flashback in this that episode. That was nice. That mm-hmm. was nice to see. Got to see Smee again. Good old Smee. Got to see uh, Tink again, mm-hmm. or, or old Tink. Ooh, actually, that might be the first flashback we've got that Tink is, in, no. in Neverland. Yes. Well, that uh, was like our, it was only our second, well, third Neverland flashback? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got the one with uh, when Bay was on Hook's ship, and uh, then this mm-hmm. one. And then when they Oh, got... and, the, and the one when Pan Okay, so Pan. we've had a couple of them, oh, but they're just not what we wanted. And also when Young Killian came with his brother, okay. but Tink wasn't there then. So anyway. So we've Tink. had a ton of Neverland flashbacks, but oh, we got another one. It was nice. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, but uh, at first, because Hook mentions knowing about the dagger, and at first I was like, where did he find that out about? At. And then I was thinking back to the episode, the episode we were just talking about with Bay on the ship, and I'm pretty sure Bay told him then. I'm sure. Once uh, well, he, he said who his father was, he said his father was the dark one. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure he mentioned the dagger then too. So that, w- if, if anyone else had that question, I'm pretty sure that's it. I think that the dagger's mm-hmm. common knowledge of the dark one. Yeah. It's not, you know, your dad's the dark one. Well, there's a dagger. Well, actually, I don't, I don't think it is because w- wouldn't he have found out about it before, he, uh, while hatching his revenge plan before traveling to Neverland? Hmm. Like, wouldn't he have known about it just because he knew about the dark one it, it, around okay. the time Mila was killed? Okay, that's true. Uh, I'm wrong. <laughs> plus, that seems like some information you'd want to keep on the DL well, yeah, as wanna... the dark one. Uh, you, you can be killed. Yeah, let's keep that secret. 
Yeah, really. Uh, but yeah, I really liked it. And I also think, you know, we were talking a bit, little bit last week, is it was suggested that there was a lack of romantic interaction between Hook and Tank, like at least mm-hmm. like to completion. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but which I think we kind of got more confirmation of that in this episode because Hook kind of tries to hit on her and she's not having it. Hook so they just share with a anything drink. in a skirt. Let's just be honest. Was she in a skirt? Yeah, her ice skater uniform. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay, and last but certainly not least, this is just more of sort of an idea thing. Um, so if Rumple would have never let Bay go through the portal thing beam by himself, he'd have never met Belle. This is true. So he'd have never had his true love mm-hmm. and all those happy memories and all of her help and, you know, all Her turning all him that. around. Right. But by the same token... If he hadn't let Bay go and went with him through the portal, they would have lived out their lives in alternate England and, you know, been happy and ba- and he wouldn't have been the dark one anymore and uh, things probably would have wrapped up pretty neatly. Oh, no, probably not. You know why? Because hmm. Pan's shadow showed up right around where Bay came out. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that probably would have escalated the situation once Pan's shadow saw that uh, Rumpel was back in uh, yeah. or out of the Enchanted Forest. Yep. So yeah, there you go. Just mm-hmm. just well, just a little thing to point out there. Yeah, but I, I, you know, just going back to what I was thinking about how Rumple might have made it out. Like I think that might end up being a good way for him to get his happy ending too, because because I I think both of the villain the main villains Rumple and Regina deserve a ha- happy ending, and I think we they both made their ult- the ultimate sacrifice, really. Yeah, it, and they made selfless sacrifice, which by story science means that they're they're, they're going to get their their happy, their happy ending. And you know, Regina's going back to the enchanted forest where one Mister R Hood happens to live, and uh-huh. and uh, but we'll talk about more about that with the preview too. Yay! But uh, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. yeah. there there that was thing. a lot going the, on. The, 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 the stuff, thing, the junk, the things, the thing with the stuff. Yeah, it was really, really good episode. Amazing though. episode. Absolutely loved. Phenomenal. Every last Please don't of it. give me a sucky rating system. <laughs> You're putting the pressure on now. I don't know Apply if I can handle the pressure. it. Apply. I can't. Under I can't, pressure. I can't deal. See, it's the pain medication. I'm, I, I'm actually completely blanking right now, so I'm just going to talk until I say, out of 133 severed rumple hands. <laughs> But he didn't sever the hand. I know, but I can still use it as a scale. Oh, no more ibuprofen for you. <laughs> out, out of 133... Uh, it doesn't matter, 133. 133 severed Rumpel's hands. Er, yeah. Okay, 133. 133? It was perfect. Why? Because it was perfect. It was it perfect. Wrapped every, it was, like we said, like you said, this could have been a series finale... And I'd have been okay with it. Mm-hmm. You know, it had the little bit at the end that sort of leaves you open for that reunion movie two years down the road. Uh-huh. But it was perfect. Mm-hmm. It left everybody pretty much where we wanted them. Pretty much. Mm-hmm. And you? I'm going to use an alternate scale. Same number, though. Inappropriate. Well, I just... Why do I, I get the severed hands and you I don't? Fi- well, we'll change it retroactively because I feel like I let people down. <laughs> Out of 133 drops of Felix's blood... <gasps> You loved Pan too much, Felix. (laughs) He knew. He knew as soon as he really went there. He's like, "What are we missing?" Mm -hmm. Well, 
the heart of someone who loves. Plus, it felt like in in since they got back to Storybrooke, the actor was kind of phoning it in a little bit anyway. Well, it's going to be new. who's going to die. <laughs> but out of 133 drops of Felix's blood, I give it 1,333. <laughs> because this was an amazing episode. If it was the series finale... I would be completely happy with it. I would be bawling my eyes out that the show was over and we couldn't talk to you every week anymore. True that. But, uh, you know, overall, loved the episode. Uh, now, let's see here. Before we get into the news, I want to mention our sponsor this week, which, Yay! as usual, is Audible. Uh, Hi, if, Audible. Thank you. If you don't know about Audible, they provide audiobooks of pretty much any book you could possibly think of that is at all popular has an audiobook probably read by someone you really really enjoy mm -hmm. or a really talented audiobook reader yep and the nice thing is you know you sign up you go and uh, you can uh, throw the audiobook on your iPod your uh Android phone, your Windows phone. I think you can even play them on the computer, I believe, or through iTunes. And, uh, you know, you can get a lot of things done while you're doing it. You can play them during work, while you're jogging, while you're out driving. Really good stuff. And for you, the listeners of Greetings from Storybrooke, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out the service. Uh, now, uh, Anne-Marie, uh, yes. I'll go ahead. We usually like to try and give a couple of suggestions yeah. uh, for people to go try their free audiobook. What do you suggest this week? Um, this week, I'm suggesting uh, Amazing Things Will Happen by C.C. Chapman. This was actually recommended on another podcast that I listen to and has been on my to-listen list for a while. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I do usually try and come up with something that is relevant to the to what's going on in the story. But uh -huh. seeing as how I'm starting a new job next week and I'm going to have mm -hmm. an excessive amount of commute time to listen to audiobooks, I'm really looking forward to starting this one. Yeah. And, and, and that... I've like I follow C.C. Chapman on like <laughs> Instagram and um, mm -hmm. Twitter and everything. And he's. He's amazing. He's a very proud Boston guy, uh -huh. and you know it's he. He seems like he's coming from a good place, mm -hmm. and he mm -hmm. has a lot of they're pretty motivational type of you know books that he's done. But yeah, I enjoy it. I'm mm -hmm. looking forward to it. Yeah, and I, obviously, uh, we said it before, but congrats again on the new job. Yay, new very job. excited for you. Very excited, especially because it means when we come back, uh, we'll we'll be able to get the episodes out earlier in the day. Or earlier in the evening, rather, instead of yeah. putting them out at like eleven thirty or twelve, we should be able to get them out by like nine or ten at yeah. the latest, because we won't have to wait until you get off work at nine thirty, nine thirty, uh, to start recording. And oh, uh, end of retail, thank you. You know, so it, it, that'll be nice for the podcast. But let's see, my recommendation this week, and this is uh, in honor of what we saw in the preview. I, I if you didn't listen to the casting news <laughs> or see the preview, and it also sorry, it, it also was brought to my memory uh, by Michael Lucero, who wrote to uh, us, yes. and we'll talk in a minute. Uh, but Wicked, The Life and Times of the Wicked Witch of the West by Gregory Maguire. Now, if, you, if you've never heard of this, basically it's a... It's a you live in a bubble. It, it's, a, <laughs> it, it's a long novel, but it's basically about... Uh, I have, and Michael mentions it, I believe, in his post, but it's about the Wicked Witch of the West. I forget what her, her actual name is. Um, a, it's... Abelia or something? Afia? Afia? Uh, actually, I can look here. Uh, I don't have that ability. I'm on a new computer that I don't know how it functions. Elphaba, Elf I believe. Elphaba? Yeah. I but, don't know. And uh, it's a really good book. Uh, really, really a touching tale about, uh, you know, someone on the outskirts of society wishing they were inside of it and kind of mm -hmm. giving up at some point. And 
becoming the Wicked Witch of the West. Right. And it's also if you ever ever heard of the mu- or the musical, musical. Wicked. Uh, That's it, what it's based. It's on. based on this, and I, I've read the book. I've I've seen the musical. Love them both very very much. Highly highly recommended, especially to Once Upon a Time fans. I need to get into that one. You should. You de- I missed getting. That's another. That's another good one for you to download. And I you know. know, you can download it, uh, your free audiobook by going to audibletrial.com/storybrook. Again, that's audibletrial.com/storybrook for the free audiobook. Thank and you, Audible. Yes, thank you very much, Audible, for uh, sponsoring the podcast. And now, I guess. On to the news. News. I told you we're caffeinated tonight. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. Okay, first up, the ratings. And uh, Once Upon a Time delivered a new high in TV playback among adults, 18 to 49, for its third consecutive telecast, spiking 68% this week over the last week's number. Wow. Yeah. So I thought that was really, really good. That was right? huge. Now, is that playback, does that mean it includes, like, DVRs? I, I, I'm assuming Since it's so. later in the week, I'm assuming the number is Yeah, hold uh, on. Let me... Modify. I, I know it came out the... No, this article came out... Like Monday next, night. Oh, wow. So, yeah, this isn't even including DVR or anything. Cool. So that's really, really good. That's really Glad awesome. to hear that. And, uh, y- you know, if this had been the last episode, we'd be like, why did you cancel it? But I know. They didn't cancel it's it. It's perfect. Okay, and let's see here. Let me uh, pull get, up the picture. Pull up the thing. Yeah, okay, so we, we, during the we're promo. going to talk about the promo in a minute. Uh, but during the promo, uh, there's one frame that... You know, no. initially I, w- I was thinking about beginning this episode, you know how I always begin it, this is. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I was going to put, this is a place that doesn't exist anymore. But I think Because Storybrooke was erased in this episode, right? But in the promo for next week, there's a still here I'm looking at right now that has Dr. Whale, Robin Hood, and Captain Hook in a hospital. In Storybrooke Hospital, it looks like, although it looks a lot busier than it normally does. There's a lot of people in frame here. But we know Robin Hood's never been to Storybrooke. Right. So either Storybrooke is back or, I don't know, Storybrooke has been recreated in the Enchanted Forest or something. Hmm. Or maybe maybe it didn't wipe Storybrooke off the map. Maybe it just moved it. Oh. That could that could be something. Gave it a little shake. Mm-hmm. But I thought that was interesting. And uh, here, uh, while we're talking about it, and by the way, links to all these stories will be up on the show notes. Greetings from storybrook.com. Uh, but we're going to lo- look at the promo here for New York City Serenade, which is, uh, I'm assuming it's Hook singing to Emma, uh, the episode uh, 312. And uh, yeah, it starts out with uh, them arri- everyone arriving back in the Enchanted Forest. And then we, well, there's a picture of, uh, what's her name, Regina, in her house, too, I think. And there, it's just... I don't know, mine came up with ads. And it looks, <laughs> but, you know, we, we see uh, Hook trying to convince Emma mm. that, you know, fairy tales are real. And we see this woman in this black dress just walking along and walking along. And then we see a green hand, and it's the Wicked Witch of the West. Bum, bum, bum. Dun, dun, dun. So we are finally going to Oz, which is totally or awesome. Or Oz is coming to us. Yes. Somehow, Somehow Oz, Oz is involved. involved. And I only say Oz is coming to us because mm-hmm. of my next point, okay. which is kind of newsy. Um, so I was playing on the Twitters before we recorded, searching mm-hmm. the whole Wicked is coming. Seriously, ABC, can we move past these? <laughs> Something is coming. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Wicked is coming, and I just searched it and started, like, just scrolling through some of the tweets, some of the pictures, and um, at O-U-A-T Dreamer. Underscore Dreamer, Underscore Dreamer says, am I the only one who noticed the Wicked Witch is wearing one of Regina's dresses? (laughs) 
And then there was a conversation with, I can't read it from this far away. Lorcel Marie. Lorcel Marie mm-hmm. says, I noticed. Who do you think, who do you think wears it best? <laughs> Lana or Bex? Um, and it's a dress that is common for Regina. Because mm-hmm. she's worn it in a couple of different episodes. So they said, well, maybe the Wicked Witch raided the Evil Queen's closet when they left. I could or see that. Or what if she even just took over the castle? I could definitely see. Because we really haven't, besides that village that we got when Emma and Snow we first went back. Uh, that's basically the only like culture we've seen in the Enchanted Forest right. since the curse was lifted. Right. That, and we've seen the sort of destroyed uh, Charming's castle. Yeah. Yeah, so it, it, it very interesting. We'll put a, a Amory took a screenshot here on her phone of the screenshot they provided, and we'll put that in the show notes too. Uh, let's see here, Amory. Uh, we are about an hour in now, and we have a ton of feedback. Why don't we take a quick Can break? We take a break and get another. And beverage? you know what? I'll play the audio from the promo here. Okay. So and uh, then just... we'll be right back. Okay. On Sunday, March 9th. <laughs> Once Upon a Time returns with no repeats for the rest of the season. Do you know who cursed us? And an all-new spellbinding chapter. Your parents are in great danger. What are you talking about? As one of the world's... What did this do? ...most sinister characters... That's not possible. ...invade Storybrooke. Once Upon a Time returns all new this March and see full episodes now on Watch ABC Online or download the app. Okay, we're back and Woo-hoo! we've flipped out our shipping teas with magic juice. Magic juice. And now we're ready for some listener feedback. As always, uh, you can write in to us, greetingsfromstorybrook at gmail.com. Uh, Twitter is at gfstorybrook. Uh, Facebook is facebook.com slash greetingsfromstorybrook. And that was kind of the place to go to get updates about our delay this week. So Yeah, we were a little better at keeping mm-hmm. up the facebooks versus the twitters sorry yeah, so, y'all you know definitely recommend you go over check over there if the episode's missing and you want to make sure i don't know we didn't die or something and uh, we also love voicemails too <laughs> you can get those at or leave those at we 424 didn't we didn't update our facebook and our twitter <laughs> sorry magic shoes but uh you you can uh leave voicemails at 424-274-2352 again that's 424-274-2352 and a couple of assignments for you uh we did mention this over on the facebook the next two episodes coming out are going to be next saturday we're going to do another special on uh mm-hmm. Doctor Who, a time of the Doctor. Actually, we we are still looking for a fourth. We wanted to use Snow Bunny like last time, but we were going to use her for the next episode, which I'm not sure what day we're recording yet. Right. But we're going to. We don't do... want to take up too much of her middle of the night sleeping time. Yeah, but we're going to do kind of a mid season recap with her and Bud Vanderkay, who's been on the podcast before, formerly of Storybrooke News Report. Although oh. I guess they, that podcast has faded. I'm so sorry. Uh, but uh, they're going to join us for a big mid season recap episode. Where where we discuss what we liked, what we didn't like, what we hope for next season, all of that kind of stuff. Predictions. But, you know, if you have any thoughts towards that end, uh, Send them in. you know, anything. Label it. Favorite characters, favorite scenes, all that sort of stuff. We want to hear, you know, everything. Something you all just want our opinion on. Yeah, yeah even if you, we've heard it before, this is, it's all going to be condensed into this episode. So go ahead and send it again. Send it again. If we missed it, send it again. <laughs> yes, or, if we've missed something, because mm-hmm. there's a lot of emails. Yeah. Um, Because the Twitter likes to send us an email every time anything <laughs> happens. And we think we get them all. We don't mm-hmm. think. And then we just massively delete stuff that we think we got. Yeah. Send it again. 
And uh, so, you know, send in for uh, the once recap episode, or if you want to send in your thoughts on the Doctor Who episode on Christmas Day, Time of the Doctor. Yes, if you have nothing else to do with your life on Matt Christmas Smith's Day. Matt Smith's last episode. <sighs> Let's move on. Rip Matt I'm getting for club. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, definitely send those along, too. And we, we, we will be recording Saturday, uh, so definitely get them in before that. And if you want to be on the show, if you think you'd be a good fit, let us know that, too, yes. on any We're, of those communications methods yes. that I will drop again at the end of the thing. And not to sound weird, we're kind of looking for a female perspective on the Doctor Who to balance because we already have a male guest. Mm-hmm. We just want to remain balanced. Mm-hmm. It's not, you know... Weird. Yeah, fair is fair, right? Fair is fair. All's fair, love and who. Okay, but first up, we'll start with a voicemail from Robert from Bradenton. Uh, Robert, uh, take it away. Hey, guys. Robert in Bradenton. Uh, oh, God, a lot happened this episode. I'm just going to touch on a few things. Um, God, although I'm happy to see Regina and Gold redeemed, it was good to see that just some people can't be saved because Pan was a right bastard till the end. I'm no, not one bit of remorse. Although I think that Rumpel Stilson's declaration of villains don't get a happy ending was a bit premature. I'm sure that's not the last we'll be seeing of Rumpel. As far as the flashbacks with Henry and Emma, I know we're supposed to suspend disbelief, but come on. Jennifer Morrison looks good, but 17. <laughs> and uh, Jared is way past looking to 11. That's why I feel that taking the show forward in time was a necessary step. Not only does it give a reason for Henry Grossberg, but it gives the story the kick in the pants it needs to make it a great cliffhanger. My one big gripe with the episode was we've been continually teased with the origin of the storybook, only to learn that it, what, showed up in a closet? Really? That's more anticlimactic than finding out that the box contained a typewriter with bail fire written on a piece of paper. <laughs> all in all, I'll give the episode 47 redeemed fairies with the torn cursed scrolls thrown in for good measure. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, thank you very much, Robert. And your scales were made way better than mine way this week. Way better. See, the thing is with those, I always make those up as I'm saying it. And You, you really know, should start working ahead on that. Well, no, I, 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 I like doing it loosey-goosey, but tonight my my improv the skills are not shooting great. at 100. <laughs> but I really enjoyed your voicemail. You had yeah. a lot of really good – we didn't really stress all of the benefits that the one-year-later gap, uh, you know, in our main episode discussion right. brings to the show. But I thought you did a really – Really good job summarizing them. Yeah. And uh, let's see. Yeah. And it, that was my big complaint about the book, too, is we keep hope. We Now we know exactly where it came from, but we still don't really have any answers But we on still it. don't know exactly where it came from. Yeah. We don't know who the author was or how it got to Storybrooke and everything. And that's right. hopefully something. And now something I want to know if it's going to go back. Or where did it go? Because mm-hmm. it got sucked up in the the anti curse. Yeah, well, I guess it depends on what happens to happen to Storybrooke, right? Mm-hmm. Wherever Storybrooke is, there lies the book, or the Wicked Witch has it, and she's going to use it as kind of a yeah. way to like a strategy guide, like Pan did. That's been done. <laughs> yeah, this is true. This is true. Okay, our next voicemail it is from a, Robert of Bradington. Yes, it's on a different subject matter too, and we'll let him talk, and uh, then then we'll come back with some comments. Hey. Bill and it's uh, Robert from Bradenton. I just wanted to call and say how happy I was to hear that you guys decided to uh, continue to cover Wonderland once it comes back in March. Although I don't see how you could not after that last episode. Holy crap. What a game changer. Uh, anyway, like once again, I just wanted to say thank you for giving me and all of us a lot of great co- content and keep up the good work. Hashtag Wicked is coming. Hashtag Save the Dave. Hashtag Team Anne Marie. 
<laughs> Boo, team Marie. Yes, but I uh, love that you hashtagged voicemail. This makes me so happy. <laughs> but uh, yeah, um, thank you very much, Robert. Thank uh, and, you. Uh, yeah, you know we we really love interacting with you guys too. It's it, it's mm. always the highlight of my day when I get a tweet from one of you or we get an email uh-huh. or whatever. It's just great to have a great community out there. We really need to because I mean we have the Facebook, but I know some people don't do Facebook. We re- right. really need, need to find some sort of central hub for all of us to we need to figure chat. out how to have like a chat room or something yeah, something our... like that like when we're recording we'll, <gasps> we'll look into Ooh. we'll look into that we'll look over into the break. that over the break you might know people who mm-hmm. know how to do chat rooms i mean we could always do it on google plus but i like being in the same room too yeah, i like the same room because that's mm-hmm. the only thing i hate about the wonder like hate mm-hmm. hate about the wonderland episodes is, is that we're in different rooms we're in different rooms because i have to skype in yeah but as, anyway as robert anyway. mentioned we are going to be continuing <laughs> we are going to be continuing we are going to <laughs> be continuing the wonderland <laughs> episodes uh you know pretty much as as we've been doing it, 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 like we might go bi-weekly we'll see how the first episode well, back is but we're probably going to be doing but weekly. there's only going to be like five episodes yeah that's the thing i think too. we can suck it up yeah i think we can suck it up so we will be continuing our wonderland episodes uh as per usual and you have a couple months here if you want to catch days or so if you want to catch up we found every other episode is pretty good and the the finale was it's awesome amazing. I, not I mean, quite this episode amazing the the finale of wonderland was as good as the second best episode of once this season oh i would say yeah i'll give it that yeah yeah not as good as the finale though which was i think was the best episode they've ever done (laughs) yeah probably well it was the last episode but uh, okay (laughs) let's see here next up we have woo take it away woo what can i say about this episode that hasn't already been said by probably all the members of the greetings from storybook podcast this is with Kim, by the way. Um, great acting by Robbie Kay, Robert Carlyle, Jennifer Morrison, Laura Pirelli. Loved the flashbacks of the pilot. Loved the ending. Uh, probably some of Mark best work on the series thus far in terms of music. Loved all the, all the callbacks to previous episodes. Love the use of the song that we heard in the in the very uh, be- beginning of season two, at the very end of this episode. One of the things that I loved about this episode overall um, was the fact that if this was the series finale, it would have worked un- until Killian knocked on the door. I cannot believe we have to wait to March ninth. I can't wait to hear what Meeks and AMD have to say about this episode. Five out of five for sure. Let's take it back to them. Talk to you guys later. Woo, I love your passion. Yes. I love it. Mm-hmm. It makes it re-energizes <laughs> me when I know that I have 762 emails to read right now. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah, and uh, you you were right in yeah. your summary up at the top. Yeah, we did cover most of that in the podcast, but it was, great, as always, great hearing from you. Yep. And, and again, stressing that community aspect of this podcast, I which is my, my favorite thing about it. In, in some ways, I like it more than the show. Just, just being able to. He doesn't really like doing the show. He just likes talking. I hate Once Upon a Time. Why did we do? I'm I'm kidding. I I love love it. I love the show, but I love interacting with you guys just as much. Uh, Let's see. We'll close it out with another former guest uh, for the voicemails. Uh, And this is from uh, Hoops, Anthony Hooper. Hoops, take it away, Hoops. We have. Actually, uh, before you take it away, we haven't heard from him in a while, too. It was nice to hear from him. He, he, 
I think there was a tweet a little while, a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. But I think it was another week that we had like 762. Yeah, and we were trying to get emails. him on for uh, Wonderland, but it just it, we maybe in we the never. Spring. Yes, I hope hit us up. Take it away. Hi, Bill and Emery. Hope you guys are doing well. This is Anthony Hooper, uh, Hoops900 on Twitter. I have a hunch. Uh, seeing as how the Blue Fairy is alive and well, wouldn't that make Greg's shadow go back to his body? Or is he really dead? Any thoughts on this? And also, how would he ever get off Neverland if he was alive? Just uh, any feedback would do. Thanks. Uh, thank you, Anthony. Such a good point because I brought that up to him. And I mean, many people brought that up. Uh, people tweeted us that like right after oh, the they? episode I aired. That yeah. I, and the thing is, that could be a possibility for Tamara, maybe. No, uh, Tamara could... didn't have her shadow ripped. She was just straight up oh, killed. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, so but wasn't but there what... the Tank thing? Yeah. Tank said that she found uh, Greg's body in not that great of a condition. So The birds got to him or the bugs and yeah, the animals. Or the animals of and some stuff. Sort. So yeah, I don't know if he has much of a body to bring back to, to life. Come back. But I wonder if there's mm-hmm. other people whose shadows have been ripped. Mm-hmm. Because I mean that shadow was uh-huh. you know not chill. See, and it, one thing I I wonder too is maybe the reason she was able to come back was because she's blue. You know, she is blue. Greg Greg was no blue. She uh, he didn't he, he hated magic. Right? Greg was the so, anti magic. Yeah. So. But if he had to come back from Neverland, I would guess that he would, uh, I don't know, uh, catch a ride on Rumpel's shadow on the way back and drop off in the woods where where he could be with his father again. Mm, his father. His father's buried over there in the woods. Ew. Maybe. Actually, See, I the... think he's shimmying up the trees trying to find some fairy dust or pixie dust. <laughs> well, would he know about that, though? I guess because yeah, he's... He 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 was in Pan's Elite for a bit there, uh, but okay. Let's see. Uh, we'll go ahead. I, I will mention that uh, uh, Kate uh, at Mystery Cat is our our twenty five on Twitter is our first letter, and it was really really long and really really good. Uh, so I, I'm gonna post this over on the Facebook and up on the website uh, in the next day or two. I have the whole letter, but I kind of truncated it and just picked my favorite points for now. Mm-hmm. And uh, then we'll get into if you want to check out the letter in full, which I recommend. You do a lot yeah. of great points, a lot of great commentary. Greetingsfromstorybrook.com or facebook.com slash greetingsfromstorybrook. Okay. Hi, Bill and Anne-Marie. It's Kate, a.k.a. MysteryCat25. This episode was incredible. So many heartstrings were pulled for a variety of reasons, but even with everything being devastating, I actually left it with a lot of hope. (laughs) (laughs) Um, There's just no way that things stay that sad and depressing, and they already started undoing things a bit with the the jump flash forward. Time jump flash forward. Villains. Oh, the villains. I don't buy for a second that they can't have their happy endings, but it is important that they thought that they were sacrificing that in order to have the deepest impact of their redemption stories. Peter Pan slash Malcolm is evil. Mm-hmm. I'm making up the voice there. Um, now we just need to find out the aftermath of what happened. No body, no death. And sometimes even when there is one. Classic comic book role. <laughs> yep. Um, but glad that, glad that glad they got the boys switched back. Poor Rumple. What that was heartbreaking. Yeah, and it, like I mentioned earlier in the episode, especially that kiss he gave Pan as they mm-hmm. both went down. It mm-hmm. was just like he is he's a really good person under there. He's a he's a really heartfelt character. He got treated bad. Yeah. And that's where it all went. And I I mean y- you know, sometimes like say for breaking bad, for example, 
a lot of the bad things that Walter White does, he tries to justify with in his own mind as it's for my family. In in Rumpel's case, it actually was. In Walter White's case, obviously, it was really more about his ego than anything. But uh, if, for those familiar with Breaking Bad, yeah, Marie is not. So she's looking at me like, I, I, I don't know, like my face is twice the size it normally is or something. Oh, we're flashing back to a few days ago. <laughs> okay, I'm going to continue reading Go ahead. Now. Okay, all caps and bold. Rumpel is not dead. Okay, uh, just to get that out of our systems. Um, he may have gotten his redemption and barely reconciled with his son and been reunited with Belle, but we haven't finished the Beauty and the Beast storyline yet. They have to get their happy ending too. Belle crumpling to the ground was very close to the movie, and we all know what happens right after that. The Beast transforms back into a human being, or with the Dark the One becomes... With the tears. Or the Dark One becomes human again, like my theory was saying. Go ahead. Uh-huh. There is no way that they got rid of Rumpel. He's too central to the show and has lots of loose ends. I refuse to believe otherwise until necessary. Regina Snark. Love it. As much as I adore Hook, I love that Regina mentioned that she remembered the cuffs. It was heartbreaking to see Regina have to give up Henry, and I don't believe for a second that they'll never be reunited. None of us believe that they'll never be reunited. <laughs> the show would be over then. Um, but it was great to see her get her redemption, too. Yeah, and the, that's something that I, I kind of just very briefly mentioned in our discussion, but the fact that Henry finally was willing to... Forgive you know, her? Yeah, forgive her for, mm-hmm. you know, the, the misstep she had made and realized. And he also kind of, I think the character came to a realization about why she made some of the choices she did and kind of understood it, which is showing maturity for the character, too, which is nice. But go ahead. Everyone in the Enchanted Forest has their memories. This is exciting because it doesn't undo the past and all the character growth we've had. <laughs> Since we also time jumped, even if only a year, we should get some more recent flashbacks to find out what's been going on over there. Hook's last words to Emma about not letting a day go by without thinking of her is almost word for word in Charming's letter to Snow in 7.15 a.m. Hashtag Captain Swan. Hashtag Team Go Hashtag We Will Win. <laughs> oh, you just want... To... <laughs> People are really going to be able to tweet in hashtags now. Um... Oh, you know what? Really, uh... Finish up Kat's letter, and then I have something I want to talk about. Okay. Go ahead. Um, sorry this is so long, but there was a lot more that I realized happened. Love the podcast. I've been listening for ages and can't wait to hear more from you over the break. Love listening, and I am, as ever, still hashtag Captain Squan and hashtag Team Bill Meeks. You are still on our team, right, Bill? Don't lose faith in our ship. There aren't <laughs> many podcasts that equally represent ships. I, I have nothing but faith in the Captain Swan scenario. I have hope for the Swan fires. <laughs> Um, by the way, the song they used at the end was the same song in Broken when we saw Neil get the broken postcard featuring greetings from Storybrooke. Although we did not get the name from that postcard. No, we picked the name literally like three days before. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And as soon as it, I think we paused it and we just went, yeah. aha! And initially when I was working up the cover art, I was trying to work up a postcard, postcard. with the clock tower that said greetings, greetings from, from Storybrooke. Storybrooke. Just in that same kind of font. And you know, there is your trivia about our podcast. Yes. Uh, where was it? I think that okay. might have come up in that interview we did. Too. I think it did. Yeah. Um, this is significant because it was playing when Neil chose not to go look for, not to go look for Emma, and it was playing again when Hook actually found her. Mm. <laughs> Love the cemetery almost as much as starting season two with the man who didn't come back and ending it with the one who did. Beautiful. Love the podcast. Don't disappear for the hiatus. 
Yes, and thank you very much for that letter, Kate. And, you, you know, it's fantastic because all that stuff was. And I think we can both agree, and you guys out there can agree, that was a really good letter. Mm-hmm. There's like three times as much <laughs> if you go to the blog or over to the Facebook where I'll be posting it, probably in a day or two once everyone gets the podcast. You know, so that's the most recent thing up there. Cool. But, do, you uh, wanna, do you want to try and read one? Yeah, I can. Feeling I, all right? Yeah, the, the thing is, is with I, I still have like stitches and stuff in my mouth, so I was a little worried about talking. talking. But uh, th- with the pain medication and the magic juice, I think uh, I'm okay at least a little. Okay, this for, is a short one. For the sh- I'll do the short ones. And this is from Alina. I uh, love the episode so much. Feels like Regi- uh, felt like Regina. So much feels. Oh, so much feels. Yeah, like you don't all know. The you don't know. The, yes, all of the feels. Yeah, oh no, I know that. Okay. I, I, I know that meme. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> love this episode so much. So much feels on Regina and Emma's final scene, hands down. I really love seeing how far their relationship has come in the last few years. But I hope we see the same thing with Regina and Snow. I, I think we got a little, at least Snow's willing to yeah, we'll bury see the what hatchet. happens when we go back. But uh, love seeing Tinkerbell believe in herself. I'm not really a shipper, but Tinkerbell and Hook have some have some major chemistry. That's right. Marry him off. I don't think Rumple is dead. <laughs> Auntie better not be. That's a pretty common sentiment yeah. uh, through these. I think the blue ther- blue fairy wrote the book uh, with the speech she gave and with the parallels she had it. with uh, Snow's speech when she gave the book to Henry. Mm-hmm. Blue fairy had to be involved somewhere. I love the ending, but I was hoping it had it had been August at the door, but. Hook was, uh, wait. But Hook was fine, like, fine like that. It, but basically, Hook was going to have to try and convince Emma and Hem- Henry. Right. My theory is that the Wicked ri- Witch created a new story, Brooke, because in the promo, you see Robin and Hook uh, with Dr. Whalen in a hospital saying, who did this to him, which I think is Robin Hood's son. <gasps> which I would uh, definitely Ooh. agree. I could definitely see that. And the whole Wicked Witch thing, creating a new story, Brooke, in the Enchanted Forest, I really like that idea. Like a little modern city in the middle of fairytale land. Wow. That would be great. Uh, thank you very much, Alina. Thank uh, you, Next Alina. we have Ash. Ash. Hello, Ann and Bill. Man, oh man, where do I begin? Loved so much about this episode, and not long after moments that I was crying again, can open feels everywhere. <laughs> can open feels everywhere, I think is. Uh, I'm not good with punctuation. It's really my own fault. Um, love, love, love the whole team save storybrooke. That was great. And the many various flashbacks. The book bit still a mystery, though, as to exactly whom wrote it, wrote it, but... It, it definitely got highlighted, so maybe Aha, we'll see it again. definitely got highlighted, yeah. so maybe we'll see it again. Tink, you believed, yay! Good riddance to the shadow and blues back. No Sno- more Manson. Nope. Well, that's sad. Snoopy happy dance. Wonder if that means we're getting anyone else back since, ahem, it'll be like Storybrooke never existed. Like being the key word. <laughs> I think that Malcolm slash Pan is gone for good, but I doubt... Stop highlighting. Um, but I doubt that Rumple is there. Was a golden and white light there? Uh, maybe he went all Gandalf versus Balrog a la Lord of the Rings. She's speaking Greek. Um, I don't know Lord of the Rings. Sorry. Yeah, finish and then I'll explain. Okay. And is in some in-between other netherworld or something. Gandalf the Grey became Gandalf the White. So the Dark One may to be transformed and end up in some place else. Just saying. Okay, here, let me jump in here real quick. To explain to anyone who doesn't know what she's talking about, basically in Lord of the Rings... 
I forget if it's at the end of the first movie or the second or middle of the second one, somewhere in there. The purists are going to yell at you for not referring to books. I know, uh, but what you call it? You know, Gandalf is fighting. Like I think so. It's been a while since I've seen the movies, but like a big dragon thing, and they fall down this pit, and Gandalf is presumed dead, uh, and he's known as Gan- Gandalf the Gray because he's a little good, little bad. Uh, not really even a little good, little bad. Just kind of a. Uh, He's kind of a pleasant old man. He's not really a bad, a, you know, warrior. But then he comes back as Gandalf the White. And one, he's he's kind of almost a... Well, he's always been like a wizard, but he's more of a supernatural being, like, I don't know, like an angel or something. Okay. You know, he, he gets a power upgrade. He wears a white cloak and, uh, you know, kind of changes the nature of the character okay. and his personality. Okay. Uh, but poor Bay and Belle, Sniffle, maybe they'll have some adopted family bonding in the Enchanted Forest. <laughs> nice. Scrolling, scrolling. All right. Seriously, though, buckets of tears when they all said goodbye and Henry and Emma had to leave. Walls. Whales. Whales? Yeah. Oh. Scrolling in would help. Not again. <laughs> Emma must do the finding thing again. Who else thought that it might have been August at the door? <laughs> nice. A lot of people did. A lot actually. of people. But August is a child now. Well, maybe they were thinking since. Things got reversed, like Storybrooke never existed. (gasps) Oh. Um, even if for a moment, but I, if I if I remember, oh yeah, she says even for a moment it could have worked. I have heard that the actor who plays played August though uh-huh. was kind of over being on Once Upon a Time. Well, he wasn't getting anything that good. Yeah, but I heard that's why they kind of killed him or killed, killed that version of him off. Yeah. yeah. Uh, la 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 la. Could have worked, but oh hook, that's not the way to handle the situation or a lady. Sheesh, Emma <laughs> Swan, you're our only hope. Well, I wonder who's behind this plan. Well, actually, uh, that Emma Swan, uh, you're our only yes. hope. That's a Star Wars reference, of course. Yeah. Uh, but I actually that, that one I get that ending reminded me a lot more of the ending to Back to the Future. Marty, you gotta save your kids. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, that, Sorry. <laughs> that that's completely what it reminded. Did it, did it do it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, she peeked out there a little bit. Yeah, but yeah, it totally reminded me of the ending of Back to the Future where everything's settled, everything's happy. You know, Biff's uh, <laughs> polishing Marty's new truck and then, right. Marty, you got to save your kids. <laughs> Go ahead. Wow. <laughs> um, but the domestic bit with Emma and Henry was so cute. The one year later had me thinking about Arthur's theme, Best As You Can Do, by Christopher Cross. When you get lost between the moon and New York City, I know it's crazy but true. I'll lock it. Um, she included a link. See if I can get some of it onto the recording. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, but that's it, basically. <laughs> Um, rather reminds me of the whole episode, really. And finally, the hiatus. Hope <laughs> at least we're all in good company with promised epicness. Yes, things are going to get wicked. Hashtag something wicked. This way comes. Ranking this episode eight yellow VW bugs out of ten because <laughs> dudes so close to near perfect mm-hmm. that there's always room for improvement, especially with various quibbles and oh my poor heart. <laughs> I hope you both have a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year, Ash. Well, I will definitely have a Happy New Year, Ash. And actually... uh, He'll have a Merry Christmas. He's going to the movies by himself. (laughs) Going to see Saving Mr. Banks, which looks really good. (laughs) Uh, But uh, actually, the yellow VW bugs did actually pop into my head back there when I was trying to come up with the rating system, Mm -hmm. but I knew it was down here, so I didn't want to steal someone else's intentionally. Next letter is from... uh, 
Michael, Michael Lucero, which if it was having a bit of a crisis with once, we put it up on the blog at greetingsfromstorybrook.com. You can go check that out a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. But uh, he says this week, uh, can I just say I hate the trope that when a character has all the story threads resolved, you kill him off. I just think that's lazy storytelling. They did that with Downton Abbey, and now they did it with Rumple. They did not do that with Downton Abbey. Both of those actors asked to be written off of the show. The only way you can kill people or get rid of people from the main family is to kill them off without having to have a very awkward explanation. Because I think I almost mm-hmm. angrily replied and I sort of saved it because <laughs> it was going to sound mean. Amory is a huge Downton Abbey fan. a psychotic Downton Abbey fan. So... Yeah. But then Michael says, as a writer, as a writer myself, I, send it if you have like books or a blog or something, send us, something. send us a link. Yeah. As a writer myself, I realize and appreciate that it's hard to tell interesting stories about people who are happy, but that's a storytelling challenge, not a storytelling brick wall. It's like, oh, we've hit this brick wall and there's no way we can possibly do anything else now. I don't know the decision process that went behind killing the show's best character, but now I'm getting a little tired of the same thing over and over. Why don't the writers ever try to do something different for once? No pun intended. That being said, I really like the direction the show seems to be going, though I hope they improve Rebecca Mater's makeup a little bit before the episode airing the new episodes. That green skin was a little cringeworthy. El Faba lives, uh, Michael and Sarah. Thank you, Michael. Thank and, you, uh, Michael. Sorry you know, to I yell noticed, at you. <laughs> I, I noticed the thing about the skin, too. It seemed like some of her regular flesh was kind of showing through it. It was not. And I've seen a couple of different pictures mm-hmm. somewhere. It's lighter, somewhere it's darker. Yeah, and I mean, It doesn't seem consistent. I don't know if it was just a promo for that, mm-hmm. but... And I'm sure, you know, Hollywood shut oh, no. down most of this month uh, yeah. because that's how Hollywood is. Uh, yeah, they take December off. Pretty much. Because, uh, you know, you have Hanukkah and then you have Christmas. Well, that was Thanksgiving. Hanukkah was over yeah. Thanksgiving. But uh, what you call it, I'm, I'm sure, you know, it's possible there might be some more color correction or some post work that they need to do to it or something. But, but still, you know, for your big reveal, you probably should get your best. Because I've seen other pictures that have been released since that look a, a lot better. Mm-hmm. looks like they've touched it up. And, uh, you know, what you were speaking speaking to about the storytelling challenges there. Yeah, I agree with you to a point, but it almost seems like this episode, maybe they were getting a little tired of running over the same things with the same characters over and over again, Mm -hmm. and they just decided, hey, let's fix everything, skip a year, and start over. And then see where everyone is, decide where everyone is, and just uh, try and make their lives as difficult as possible again without hitting those same notes. So I think... I can appreciate it. On one hand, you're right. On the other hand, I think it, that's exactly what they were doing with, quote unquote, killing Rumpel off. And I, I really don't think... They also needed a major death mm-hmm. because they brought Blue back instantly. Like, yeah. her being killed out of nowhere was mm-hmm. out of nowhere. But it almost... It didn't feel real yeah. because it was so out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. This, we've been building on for a year, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, okay. Yeah, I'm fine. Okay. Sorry, He's she, making faces was, at me. I was checking to make sure my stitches. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, I don't really want Rumple to be dead. But mm-hmm. the way he died, I'm kind of okay if he is. Yeah. You know, like, uh, his story's not done. He didn't get his happy ending. But you know what? He went out a hero. Mm-hmm. He saved everyone else and sacrificed himself. Which is kind of, you know, a hero-y thing to do. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, if nothing else, the flaw we saw in him at the earliest point in the timeline, Mm -hmm. uh, the fact that he was a coward, 
a cowardly seven-year-old? Well, I, no, I, well, <laughs> not, not that early point, but when we see adult Rumpel, okay. uh, you know, his big defining feature was that he was a coward. Yeah. And his, his biggest act of cowardice was constantly saving himself over the people he loved. Mm-hmm. And he was finally brave enough to, not to, do it. to sacrifice himself for the people he right. loved instead. So, it, you know, it, it really wraps up that side of Rumpel. But I'm sure they're going to, if he comes back, they're going to throw something else at him that's equally as interesting as the initial Rumpelstiltskin Maybe arc. it'll be a flying monkey. That would be fun. I'm just saying. I would, maybe Gus Gus will come back as a flying <gasps> monkey. Gus Gus. <laughs> or Smee, because he's still a rat, right? Oh, I wonder if he'll get me. transformed back when they go get, back. Yeah, who knows? Okay. All right, our next letter is from Anne Marie. Another guest. Another guest. I like that we have lots of guests. Um, mm-hmm. I will try to keep the letter short, but it was hard. First of all, what happened to the dead equals dead rule? Ribbed shadow meant dead, but that got reversed now that the shadow was burned, I think that is a bit inconsistent, but happy to have Blue back again. Yeah, I'm assuming it's either it has to do with Blue's power level, like she's Super Saiyan, oh yeah, yeah kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, which that implies I watched Dragon Ball Z. I really don't. Oh my! Um, I didn't even know what the reference was from. <laughs> I just went with it. No, I, I think it's partly that, and it also might just be the nature of the thing too. Maybe it's because her body didn't have enough time to decompose. That it I mean, was able it had only been like three hours. Yeah, and it, it could be. The, it, I, I don't know maybe ripping the shadows doesn't really kill them it just puts them in a state of suspended animation like the sleeping curse or something (gasps) to where they just appear dead you know so who knows well then maybe she was in the flame room Mm -hmm. trying to talk to aurora (laughs) who's pregnant so having morning sickness Mm -hmm. i i I expected them almost to reveal that she was like ephemeral like a ghost or something when she 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 appeared there at the end yeah yeah. Just because, I don't know, the way she was standing, she almost seemed, like, separate Her from the scene. Her character always stands like that. Yeah. It's odd. Uh, la, la, la. That brings me to my next point. Do you really think Rumple is out? It is a great move to, quote-unquote, kill of a main character, but I'm thinking they may not have done it at all. Point numero three. I don't think we need to answer that. No. <laughs> point numero three. Really? They're split up again. I will give them props for re-breaking the broken curse that was broken in one episode, but splitting them up was quite radical. Amazing gift Regina gave Emma and Henry though and the last scene with hook was priceless i did expect henry to be called neil though what (laughs) reason would emma have to call him henry oh i'm sure that regina guaranteed that was gonna happen yeah um this is what an epic intense and amazing episode looks like it was season if not series finale material and i can't believe it was just the winter finale the -hmm. two-month break will suck um, as for a rating out of 11 in honor of our number of episodes, Rebroken Curses, I give it 11 and a green cloud because it surpassed all of my expectations. Anne-Marie. Thank you very much, Anne-Marie. And it, it's always great to hear from you. Not Anne-Marie sitting across from me. But he but... loves to hear from me also. Oh, of course. Of course. I wouldn't be wearing my headphones if I didn't. We're going to move on. Hey, can you give me the ha again like you do? <laughs> <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Okay, now this is something that we got a couple days before the episode aired. I included her after the episode aired line at the end, too. Okay, cool. Uh, Yeah, but I thought it was really interesting considering how big the Dark Fairies wand came into play here. Right. And this is uh, from uh, Lee Curry over on the... She messaged us over on Facebook. Emery, can you take this one? I sure can. Thank you. Also, I had a thought about the Dark Fairy. A caller had left a voicemail in one of your earlier podcasts about her. Snow had Dark Fairy dust that she used on the trolls to save 
charming. Season one, episode three. I love this. Um, <laughs> it turned them into bugs, which which we have seen Rumpel do. I think that the dark fairy is someone we have already seen. I think she was Cinderella's fairy godmother. Rumpel says to Bay, the fairy magic doesn't mix well with what he is. Season one, episode 19. But he could use the wand to change Cinderella, season one, episode four, and to steal the magic from the mines to stop Cora from coming through the portal, season two, episode nine. Thoughts? My thoughts right now are you are so much more organized than we are, <laughs> and that and, you can retain all that. And uh, one thing, and I'll reference a tweet that we got right before we started recording yes. from Michael, who had a letter earlier. He suggested that maybe the Wicked Witch was the Dark Fairy. I could so see that, too. I could definitely see that. I'm sure there's something that proves that wrong, but I like that idea. I like it for now. We'll hold on to it for mm-hmm. two months. Um, also, he mentioned when using the wand that no one would mourn her, talking about the fairy he stole the wand from. Also, she was the fairy godmother who was the patron to King George's family, season one, episode six. Ah, nice. uh, more King George. <laughs> um, okay, and then this is what she sent us right after the episode aired. Okay, well, my theory was wrong. LOL. It's another fairy. Can't wait to meet her. Sad about Rumpel. And maybe his undoing was undone by the anti-curse. Mm. Mm-hmm. I like that. Mm-hmm. I like that a lot. Because, you know, it's like Storybrooke never existed. Like. Like. Underline like. But uh, thank you very much, Lee, for giving us a, a primer on the dark fairy before <laughs> she became a major it. plot I'm going to go point. back and watch them all. Okay, and I think we're about wrapped up here. Amory, like, I got it. my jaw's hurting, so yeah. You got I got it. Okay, cool. All right, this is from Ashley F. Um, from the episode site. Well, Bill, Captain Hook does have his moments of being honorable now and again, but just like Rumple, he has to cautiously fight himself. And his old consciously, consciously, yeah, reading not my specialty. <laughs> Blame the juice. Uh, fight himself and his old nasty habits to do what's right slash good thing, and not his impish dark one ways. So does Killian. So does Killian not to relapse into his rum drinking pirate ones. Yeah, definitely. Yep. Definitely. Like, uh, I mean, every, everyone has a flaw, right? Everyone's everyone got ha- flaw. Everyone, Everyone's got some rum. Every, everyone has a dark one curse thing, thing they're fighting against inside, sure. which is why we all love Rumple and hope he comes back soon. Hope. Hope. Hope floats. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> which is what we had tonight. So perfect. Right. All right. There so was no ice cream. There was no ice cream, but uh, I don't know. Some little bits of tea floated on the top. I don't know. I don't know. I, okay. I'm so. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So if you want to write us in, uh, greetingsfromstorybrook at gmail.com, Twitter at gfstorybrook, facebook.com slash greetingsfromstorybrook, and our voicemail number, which we love, 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 and always play, 424 424- Two seven four two three five two, and I think I've about reached the end of my ability yeah. to talk. I think I'm gonna have to rest for like twelve or rough. sixteen hours. Twelve or sixteen hours. <laughs> twelve or sixteen. All right. Hours. Well, then I'll talk to you another time. <laughs> no, but I, uh, yeah, I, I'm again. We're very sorry that it took us so long to get this episode out to you, but, but it's, it's gonna a long be, episode. Yeah, it's gonna be like an hour and forty minute episode. So I it's think. a double episode, basically, of just us, which is sorry. really cool. <laughs> but um, a lot of feedback from a lot of feedback. Too. We love it. But uh, as we said before. We'll be back next week to talk a little Doctor Who, and then the week Probably following. Probably a week after. Yeah, a week, week and a half after to talk about uh, the season as a whole. And then we have some special episodes planned, some commentaries. And one idea we came up with today, which we're going to keep to ourselves, which I really, really like. Which is good because I can't remember it. 
Oh. You might have heard that me whisper that over the A mic, little so bit, yeah. But, uh, okay, well, okay. I guess that's Where it. Where can people find you, Bill? Oh, they can find me uh, on the floor because my stitches are going to fall. <laughs> no, um, uh, yeah, I'm on Twitter, <laughs> at, at, at GS Storybook, at Bill Meeks. <laughs> and I wrote a book. It's about a teenage superhero who has magical powers. Just go to Dogboy. Dogboy I uh, Please, uh, I recommend picking it up. And if you pick it up this week, I guarantee every purchase from Sunday through Saturday this coming week will be used to buy drinks for me on New Year's Eve, which is also... Almost his birthday. My birthday is on New Year's Day, so I will ring in the New Year uh, drinking drinks provided by people who buy Dog Boy, so go buy it if you haven't already. So if nobody buys it, you're not drinking on New Year's Eve? I guess not. (laughs) All right, and you can find me at Simone on the Twitters. And my blog, which does have a giveaway going, and one of you has actually put in for it. Nice. It's at crunchycraftyandhighlycaffeinated.wordpress.com. I swear I'm going to update it. I swear I am. But go get into my giveaway for now. <laughs> Nothing big. Just a little something. So that's about that for now. Yep. And, uh, yeah, yeah. you know, we have the big break ahead of us. But I think we're going to have a lot of content coming out, actually. I think so, so too, as long as your stitches heal. Exactly. You need exactly. to get a nice pack on that. Yeah, probably. All right. All right. So I guess until next time. Greetings <laughs> from Storybrooke. Story